Hello and welcome to Inside the Squad, a podcast produced by the Lafayette Police Department in Lafayette, Indiana. Inside the Squad is a community outreach podcast and is hosted by Lieutenant Scott Galloway and Specialist Ian O'Shields of the Crime Prevention Unit within the department. Our goal is to bring you an interesting, informative, and educational podcast by featuring interviews with officers and other public safety personnel. We hope you enjoy today's episode as we give you an inside look at law enforcement. Welcome to Inside the Squad. I'm Special CNO Shields, and with me is Lieutenant Scott Galloway. In this podcast, we're, just, we're going to talk about summer. How can we be proactive this summer to have a good, fun summer and uh, not be a victim of any crimes? Um, no guests today. Just You just got the regular crew. Uh, we'll have a good guest next month, which will be Sergeant Brandon Withers of the Street Crimes Unit. Uh, but uh, we had a fun talk this, this uh, go around, and I hope you enjoy. Today we're going to be talking about summer safety tips with Ian O'Shields and myself and Patty Payne's here from the city marketing, so we appreciate this. And uh, does crime increase in the summertime? Ian, what do you think? I would say... Trick question. Trick question, yes, and ice cream sales as well. So, yeah. <laughs> so, sort of. True, right? We could go rip off an ice cream store. <laughs> no, I didn't say rip it off. I just said ice cream sales. So, around oh, okay. May, crime goes up, kids get out of school, and, and theft from vehicles increase. That's, 100%. That's the only trend that is an actual thing. I agree. But there are things that you should watch for in, in the summertime, and we want to talk about those today. Tips for drivers, parents, vacation tips, things to think about so you don't become a victim and ruin your summer. Yeah. So um, uh, well, let's let's just start with that. So the car break-ins, yeah, never it's, end. It's, but it's, in the summertime, it's, it's never going to end. But it's it's really simple. Lock your doors. Don't leave anything of value in your car. Anything, even if it's well hidden, you know, don't leave it in your vehicle, and don't leave it in plain sight. If you are going to leave it in there, you know, obviously, if you're going to the store, you're going to have stuff of value in your car. I get it. But don't leave it in plain sight. Hide it. And then please, please, please do not leave a gun in your car, locked in your car. We have, what do you think, once a week at least? Yeah, we have an, uh, a gun stolen from a vehicle, a parked uh, vehicle in their driveway. Don't leave a gun in your car. Take it inside. And it's Murphy's Law. It's the time that you're like, oh, yeah, I lock my doors every day. It's the one day you forget to lock your door that that individual, whoever it is, uh, comes by at night and steals something. That's just the way it works. And the summer does pose an interesting thing for theft from vehicles because people leave their car windows down. Oh, I'll just leave it down. And you wouldn't have that in the wintertime. So there's a little bit of a difference. If you get home, oh, I'll just leave it down. It's not going to rain tonight. Yeah, and, and make sure. you don't have to even open a door. You know, and me, for those who have kids, uh, my two-year-old now realizes that he can reach his foot and roll the window down. Well, you've got a little lock for that up at the driver's <laughs> door, don't you? Exactly. So with that being said... <laughs> He'll roll it down with his toes, and I'll lock it, not realizing that it's halfway down. And so just make sure you look at your car as you walk away. I get, you know, people are so busy with everything because I did that the other day. Can I leave my windows cracked? Is that okay? I would say cracked is fine. I mean, you're talking about in just parking overnight. Like if you're parking it somewhere overnight or whatever, I think, you know, yeah. uh, I don't know. Well, it mostly That's it's during the one. day because, you know, it gets so hot inside the car with the sun yeah. beating down on it on a, in a parking lot. I'm leaving the windows cracked about an inch yeah, and a half. Okay. Just I'm so not opposed to it. Here's the problem. You know, they're going to, they, whoever they is, could 
bring something and try to unlock the doors by sticking it through that window. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, if they're going to want to get in your car, they're going to get in your car. So with that being said, just don't leave anything of value in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does definitely open up the door for, oh, you know, another opportunity without actually busting the window to unlock your car. I wouldn't be able to do it. With a hanger? No. The, oh. I mean, the, the locks are recessed, so you well, can't a Where there's a will, there's a way. Okay, good point. But, you know, like I always told my kids, don't carry anything that you can't afford to lose. And the same goes for your car. You know, and on your, your, on you your person wall, yeah. or, yeah, or I, in I your agree. vehicle. I agree. But, and again, you know, if you're at the store and you're buying stuff, you got to go to another store, you're obviously going to leave stuff in your vehicle. Uh, so that's just where roll your windows up, keep them locked. Don't put those items in the front seat, you know, put them in the trunk, put them where they're, you know, being concealed. Pay attention to where you're parking. Yeah. That's the thing too. Absolutely. I mean, uh, give me a good example. If you're, uh, out after dark, which these days is a little bit later, uh, you know, park under the light. There's parking. There are lights in parking lots, and there's a reason for those. Um, Pay attention. Maybe there are video cameras on the fronts of stores that shoot the parking lot. So you want, if you know where those are aimed, park there so somebody's going to see what happens to your car. Because I know there's surveillance people in the store watching those. Maybe not actively all the time, but they can, they can get back to them and look at them see if there's a problem. Great point. Yeah, I agree. Don't park by bushes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so along those lines, electronics, people leave their phones in their cars or computers. Does any, is there damage that can happen to those items being left in a hot car? Uh, yeah, in direct sunlight, um, I haven't seen it lately, but, uh, here in California or like Arizona where it's even hotter than it is in Indiana, they can overheat. And most of the devices are smart enough. They'll display like a temperature warning on the, on the phone and it just says, cool off or unable too hot and so you can put it like next to your air conditioner or in the shade and once it cools down to it's usually like below 140 degrees which i wouldn't want to touch it uh uh, it it will be operational again but you can avoid that by not leaving it in your vehicle right or but if it's stored in a place in your vehicle where nobody can see it it probably won't get that hot agreed Uh, i mean yeah probably not so even a cautionary tale, though. If your phone gets too hot, don't put it in the cooler to cool it down if there's ice in there. Because yeah. then, you know, the ice melts and the phone is bricked. <laughs> Who did that? Uh, a, huh. a friend. <laughs> That's fair. So more important. That's than, a great idea. Though. I'd be like, oh, this makes perfect sense, right? right? More important than uh, electronics is kids and animals. So there's new laws out about Don't leave animals kids in the car. In, in car. Even animals. Or animals. Um, new legislation came out where you, you, a bystander can see an animal in a vehicle and has the authority to break that window or to you know, alleviate that problem for that pet. So well, I, I always wonder, one, why do people take their pets with them? I think that's... Well, maybe you do. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't cast aspersions on somebody, but no, it no. just seems crazy. I mean, people take their pets with them to go shopping or something, leave their them in the car. I, I mean, mean, it's nuts. Pets to a lot of people are like their kids. I mean, agree. So, with that being said, it, you definitely wouldn't leave your kid in the car. I would hope not. No. So, if you're taking your dog around with you everywhere, you probably treat them like that's your child. So, yeah. don't leave the dog in the car either. Uh, one of the so I know that. Uh, Retired officer Randy Hill, 
back in the day, he used to carry around a temperature gauge and most of those people that are uh, leaving their animals in the car, pets in the car, you know, they got the windows cracked. That's reasonable, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's, you know, we'll just even say 80 degrees out. And he would stick that gauge in there when they would finally come back to their car and show them that it was like a hundred and, you know, whatever degrees in that car. Um, and it really was like, people were like, oh, they just don't realize how hot yeah. it gets in there because they're not the ones sitting in the car. And it cools off quick. As soon as you open a door or hit the air conditioner, within seconds, it's automatically yeah. cool. But if you're it. in there for yeah. minutes and it's hot outside, even if the windows are cracked, it gets hot. It gets really hot. So... Um, yeah, don't leave your kids or your pets in the car. What are some tips for drivers, too? You know, you have, you have kids out now. They're out of school. They're in the neighborhoods. What are some tips for drivers, you think, that we need to talk about? Uh, just going back to the same stuff we always talk about. Well, nowadays, don't text and drive. Uh, that's a huge one, right? You, it, have, it's the, you have the do not text. I have that. It drives you crazy probably when you text me, and I've you get that automatically back you were talking about it. i have not yeah. i have not gotten that yet but uh you know that, Alan? i use it it's great i i'm definitely was guilty of picking my phone up and mm-hmm. trying to to even just try to try to open maps or something try to figure out where you are now oh yeah all the devices will say uh you're driving stop it and yeah okay yeah you're right i i'll just <laughs> gentle I, reminder yeah i guarantee you we all are guilty of it uh but you know, you wouldn't be able to live with yourself if you accidentally hit anybody, you know, let alone a child, if you were texting something that's trivial. Guaranteed, it's nothing that mm-hmm. needs, it's not uh, an emergency, especially if you're texting it. Guaranteed, not an emergency, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just don't text and drive. And, you know, as always, obey the speed limits. Be careful by the parks. You know, kids. I've seen it. Kids just rush out into the street because their ball went out um, on the street. Actually, I've seen kids. Uh, I've had a couple calls where kids got hit by a car, um, and luckily, uh, well, in a couple cases, luckily the child wasn't too badly injured, and then unfortunately, in a couple cases, kids were were killed. So, um, you know, just keep that in the back of your mind. Could you live with that just because you're making, you're having to text somebody? So, and, and speaking more about kids, um, people may not know this, but on, on a daily basis, we get cat alerts on our phones about missing kids. Yeah. And the kid isn't actually missing, but they've not come home when they're supposed to. Or they went to a friend's house and they weren't supposed to go there, didn't know, got on the wrong bus. So, you know, that when, it's, when a kid is missing, that's the police department stops. Everybody drops what they're doing. 100%. And they, and they go to, to where that is to try to find that kid and resolve that issue. And thankfully... It usually turns out this way, where it's they're at a friend's house they didn't know they were going to be at, or they're got on the wrong bus or whatever. So, what would you tell parents about trying to stop that from happening? What what is a way that parents can make sure they know where their kids are at all times? You know, that's that's tough, okay? Because yeah. you know, Mike, Mike, I got a you know, mine are babies, you know, six six and younger. Uh, so of course I know where they're at at all times, but when they actually want, you won't know. Well, yeah. So eventually, I mean, I guess this is a better question to ask you. How do you keep your kids roped you know, into 
going back to phones. You can Locate. put find my friends. Yes. But not all these kids have phones. No, and they want to take well, them off of there. I'm, They'll find ways to get it off. Apparently it's against the I'm, law to chip your children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confident most of the children have phones now, but, I mean, say they don't or they know how to turn the GPS yeah. or whatever the case may be. I mean, what do you do? You know, I mean, I just am very active in knowing where they are at all times and asking. So that's what we'd ask parents to do the same thing. Absolutely. Don't just get complacent. Oh, Johnny's outside playing. I'll know where he is. Know the friends. Make lists of friends you'd go to. Make sure those kids know not to leave there or what their instructions are. Because I'm telling you, we get those daily. Absolutely. And if people knew that we got missing kids daily alerts, uh, they might be shocked by that. But it's because of just lackadaisical uh, maintaining those relationships of knowing where kids are all the time and what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, and I would definitely throw in there, too. I mean, we're all busy. And unfortunately, yeah. You, yeah. Just, you know, stuff's on your mind or whatever the case may be. Or people, kid, parents working. and Parents they, working. And, you know, kids, we've all been there. They're like, oh, you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm at I'm at Billy's house. Mm -hmm. Mom, mom won't care. There you go. Uh, and, and it's gonna happen. So, with that being said, you can put all the the uh, things in place to make sure you know where they're at at all times. And something it's not fail proof, right? This is the uh, responsibility of an eight year old so, kid or ten year old correct. kid. And so just make sure you know we're always here. So if you're freaking out, which I would be if I didn't know where my kid was yeah. at, yeah. Um, please don't hesitate to call. We'll help find them. But uh, definitely have those things in place, like you said, to, to prevent that from and happening. And kids have phones a lot of times these days, even young kids, so make sure they have a phone on them at all times. And if or, kids, if you're listening to this, text mom, text dad, let them know you're going to Billy's house. Or all parents they tell need you. to or, know. It's all, yeah, right. yeah it's, it's super simple. Right. I guarantee you got 300,000 texts a month, and you're, uh, you know, guaranteed. Yeah. So one more is not going to hurt. Send them mom to let them know where you're at. And just to interject the layperson's view here, Scott said cat alerts, not cat, and that's computer-aided dispatch. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. See, that's why you <laughs> exist in this realm is <laughs> and because you're awesome. Reality. And because you're awesome. Oh, thank you. Meow. <laughs> I will add in here real quick. Do you ever drink Americanos? No. Is that the uh, espresso thing? 100% where it's at. Anybody? <laughs> Americanos? If you just drink Somewhere. straight black coffee, mm -hmm. yeah. try Americano. It's just so much smoother. Right. I just want to throw that. That's what I'm drinking right now. I just wanted to add that in there. It's, I, I, hey, I've, I've had one in Italy. I, it's even me, better in Italy. For me with podcasts, this is where I learn new things. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. So I just wanted to throw it out there. All right. Go to Italy. Go to Italy? Rome, the Termini, which is the main train station. They've got lots of little cafes in there. They're open 24 hours. Best Americano ever. Really? I'll do well, that so probably far. not soon. So far. I haven't been all over the planet. I just know that one's a good one. I gotcha. That's fair. Dialing back into... Um, oh, I'm sorry. No problem. No problem. <laughs> if you have, can't tell, the caffeine's working. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners have just a limited amount of time. So um, home improvement scams, going back to scams, I was talking with Alan earlier, there's a proactive approach to be made with home improvement scams. So would you buy something that somebody comes and sells you at your front door, solicits you? No, I would not. So if, I, if I need something, I'm going to go out and find it. So when it, like asphalt, siding, new fence, how do you say no to those people? They, they give you a hard luck story. Hey, I got the materials right here. I can do this real quick for you. I see that you need some repairs. Let me take care of this for you. Give me 1000 bucks up front. We'll call it a day. It's very that, simple. That can I'm sucker people into Absolutely. And it happens in the summertime. I guess 
No the thanks. Best. Close the door. What's that? Yeah. No thanks. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the door. obviously. Yeah. For literature, I'll look it over. Yeah. Yeah, and they usually don't have literature at that point right. because I wouldn't even and I, I wouldn't even go that far because you're just kind of opening that door to them. You don't think so? Nah, I got a big dog next to me. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just thinking. Uh, yes, obviously, close the door. Hey, I'm not interested. But just keep in mind that if it sounds good or too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. And you know what? They're you know, if they're coming to you with the deal, it's probably a money-making scheme for them. It's probably not a great deal for you. You know, I've got a great idea. Go on to Nextdoor because I know everybody listening to this is that. already a member of Nextdoor, which is a neighborhood-based social media community, and ask your neighbors, hey, has anybody dealt with these people? Or do you have any recommendations for somebody who can fix my fence? Or, you know, you can say, hey, there's somebody going around door to door wanting to sell this stuff. Be aware of that. Yeah, because there's been an uptick in that lately. People are um, going door to door later in the evening, and that yeah. makes everybody in the city uncomfortable. And there, has, there have been a lot of conversations about that on Nextdoor. So, I mean, get plugged in there and see what your neighbors are seeing and, and talk to them about it. And a lot of these groups need to have permits. So if they're going around soliciting, then call call us and we'll, you know, come and speak I, with them. I actually sign those permits, and there's very there's maybe ten a year, and there's way more than ten solicitors a year going around oh, selling absolutely. stuff. So absolutely, well, yeah, and they're they're college kids too, a yeah. lot of them, and and you feel sorry for them. You know, they're trying to get money during the summer to pay for college and all that. Um, so yeah, they've got great stories, but the bottom line is you want to deal with reputable companies. Um, if it's gonna, if you're gonna go off the books there and and go with an individual, it better be somebody you know or somebody who's who can be uh, vouched for by some yeah, someone you know. Definitely, absolutely. And to kind of go a little further on that, uh, you know, like like Patty said, their intent is probably good, right? But you do have the folks out there that are going to the the criminal aspect of it, and their case in the house. Do not let anyone into your house that you you don't know no matter how good the story is. And usually the folks that are going door-to-door are pretty good talkers. And they're but talking – they're they're going for seniors. They're going for seniors, absolutely. Uh, they talk a good game. They, uh, you know, don't let them in your house. Don't let them in your house. I mean, yeah. it's it's that simple. And, again, call us, uh, especially if you feel that it's a, a scam because we'll, we'll come out and investigate it. If it is, we'll deal with it. If it isn't. Or if there's somebody walking the neighborhood and going door-to-door, call the police to have us – come talk to them and make sure they have a permit or see what they're up to because correct if they're up to no good we can run them off correct and it's the time that and this is kind of what i always tell people in my active shooter training uh just being more observant uh is something that you can do in your everyday life and it's the time that you see something and you're like eh, somebody else will take care of it and then the next day you find out oh well three houses were burglarized that could have been prevented if you just made a uh, uh one phone call and we'll come check it out you know and i've worked um a lot of daytime burglary cases, and it, they're pretty simple. They walk around the neighborhood, knock on the door, nobody answers, then they go around back and break in. And it, those can happen in very rapid fire, Absolutely. a lot of victims very quickly. So Absolutely. that's why it's important if you see somebody strange in your neighborhood knocking on doors to call because the, you never recover from a burglar. You know, they steal something, they break something. It's never the same. It's very intrusive. So. Absolutely. You violate their, uh, their privacy. Yeah, I mean, you you know, breaking somebody's house is a big deal. So what's, yeah. What's so with good, that being said, what's a good said, product? Like a, a cameras on your house. What are some good products? So there are 
cameras that you could you can put actually on your doorbell. It kind of replaces your doorbell. I, I've seen uh, you can have cameras. You can put cameras on the corners of your house. You know, mm-hmm. I, the only thing about cameras that I recommend if you're going to get them, get a a higher quality camera because you know if you use like a uh, oh a deer deer camera mm-hmm. right they're just grainy uh-huh. because you don't need good quality to yeah. see a deer right um if you're truly if, if something were to occur and you want to hopefully catch the suspect you want a better quality camera so we can get a good visual of them maybe even a, a license plate so uh and they're really not too terribly expensive anymore um as far as the camera system and it's, so if you do get a burglar system and we do have a, a false alarm reduction program in Lafayette and it, it works well for us we don't want to make money on it but we do want to make sure people are having their burglar systems and security systems working properly you know make sure that make sure you're keeping your video cache you know clear so I've worked a burglary before where somebody had a video inside their house I'm like great we got it video wasn't you know, it had been full their server was full so we didn't get you know so they took all the steps they needed to solve you know to potentially solve this crime doing all the right things got complacent you know now now we don't have that video that we would have normally had so make sure your sensors are working right people know your codes you know it's uh, pretty amazing too is that they have uh software and programs and whatnot to where um you can actually see it on your phone yeah and yeah. i think it's even to the point to where it won't pop up unless there's motion in the house is that right a couple of co-workers have uh internet connected doorbells and you can set up motion areas so uh, it may see the street but you may only care about if someone's on the on the patio or porch area so it can it can see that motion you could see a car go by but it it will only notify them if someone's on their porch and it's they typically get post office uh, package delivery stuff like that yeah. so it could help you with those porch pirates that uh-huh. i haven't fortunately been a victim but so would the you, you've been a victim or you i have not not, been a victim? not not yet okay. will it send an alert or how does that work yeah it can send an alert to your phone either through uh through the app notification so you can just swipe on the app notification you can watch what happened or you can get a text message movement detected and hmm. front door camera and then you can pull up the app and go look, take a look at it yourself. That's but pretty cool. With a lot of those, you might get um, 24, 48 hours free storage, and then you have to pay uh. if you want to keep that video. Or download the video. Yeah. Or if you, if you want to give it to police, you may have to pay Dang. the company uh, oh, yeah. to store it. Well, there's lots, lots. I mean, you could spend months researching it to find the proper... And configuration for your situation. I even yeah. saw a product uh, when I was putting together some training that they have. I don't know. It didn't have a picture, but essentially the the UPS guy or whoever would set it on this sensor, the package, and then it, it's some sensor, some mat, I guess. Huh. Have you seen this? I have. And then seen then you would know, hey, it's been delivered. And then if somebody were to take it off, then you would know that. No, oh, just it's, been cam- it's like you just get a camera. Well, I agree. Easier. I'm just saying it was It'd be so frustrating though. If you see somebody took it off the mat and you're still at work going, yeah. ah, yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> <still> watching it. <laughs> no, some of the delivery companies there. Um, I think Amazon's a big one now that in, in select markets, you can put a special lock on your house and the Amazon guy can put the package inside your house. Yeah. So if you have nice. a garage or something with a side door, they could potentially put it in there and not have access to your whole house um that's 
not yet an option for us, but an option to help those that can prevent package theft. Well, we've kind of talked about driving, home safety, keeping your kids safe. Is there anything before we close it out that we've some well, swath of summertime about, safety? How about water I, safety? Oh, we have nice. Pools yes. and, and, you know, I, I don't know how many sprinkler injuries we have every year. Sprinkler? That's a joke. Oh. <laughs> Trip and fall. Yeah, if you're going to use a slip and slide, make sure you've got something at the end so the kids don't slide right into the street or the yeah. car. That's, that's that's pretty basic, right? That, yeah, that is basic. Yeah, those things, you can get going on those bad boys. But on a more serious note, pool safety is very important because yes. toddlers, we I mean, they're amazing. If your dog can figure out how to open a latch on a gate, you think your kid can't? And, you know, there's, again, a pool alarms you can that they float in the pool, and they'll, you know, emit a very loud noise really? if, if the surface is disturbed. Yeah, those are, those are reasonable. Um, inside the city, of course, we have an ordinance that says your pool must be surrounded by a secure fence, mm -hmm. and I think that's probably six feet tall, um, not only for insurance liability, but for safety of the neighborhood children so you don't want somebody coming in your yard and getting in your pool um, and that applies for pop-up pools too and for you know even little things that you wouldn't think it's not just in-ground pools so um, everybody needs to think about that it's not it's it's for your safety but also for your liability yeah summertime does bring up a new you know we only have summer up four months out of the year probably in this area but it does bring up these new new issues that we don't deal with all the time so it's good to be have a reminder like that absolutely and hydrate <laughs> right yeah with water yes oh, wa with oh. water thank you for the clarification Patty. yeah right and americanos <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of inside the squad from the lafayette police department in lafayette indiana be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe for new ones on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question for the show, you can email it to podcast at lafayette.in.gov or connect with us on Nextdoor, Twitter, and on our website, lafayettepolice.us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Inside the Squad. Like you're paying for a service, though. You, you that, are paying for a service. They're getting the benefit out of. They're not. You're, you're be, paying for us to be. You, you're you, paying for the satisfactory or the satisfaction yeah. of knowing that you're wasting their time. Yes, correct. And if you waste their time, they can't scam some other old lady okay. out of. So you're really just bucks. like giving a donation of to help. I'm the paying. World. You're paying for the guy that developed the software. The six dollars for him yeah. to to have somebody record it and say hello. No, I don't know. Maybe. Tell me more. And the, the recognition to listen to all that and the time on his phone line, whatever that happens to be. Yeah, but on the other hand, I mean, once there's an active call, then don't they, like, bump you to a, de a different list where, like, these are people we can actually talk to? I think, yeah, I think that's how it is. That's how seniors get involved in this uh -huh. so much is they give money and they listen and then you got a list of, hey, this, these are people that are potential Right. Once, once you engage, then... Yes. They put you on the active list. They they could. It also that software. Um, if you have a digital phone, like from Comcast or Google Voice or something, it will forward all those calls to that uh, voice recognition software. And if it's a known 
uh, spam number, it will just intercept it and deal with them so you don't have to at all. But it could be if it, if it gets your voicemail, it could say, oh, that's a real number. Mm-hmm. Or potentially if the human that's interacting with this robot that can say, oh, this is a scam number, maybe they'll take your number off the list if they figure out you're yeah. screwing well, with so them. So how do you get a, away from them spamming numbers or or just that spoof robo- it. They, they spoof a number. I've had a call from my own number before. Oh, yeah. I get calls with the same area code and the first three of the prefix right. all the time, and they're yeah. really close the, to the my 479 number. numbers. 479 or 651. You get yeah. those numbers, and you're like, man, this is, uh, could it be somebody yeah, I know? know. <laughs> and it's not. So the only way to get rid of that is to really make the phone companies and you're going to have to do some sort of legislation, you can't fake a number. But, I mean, we do it for City Hall all the time. When you guys dial out, it doesn't dial your desk phone. It dials 807-1000. But at least it's a city number. It's a a real number number. that belongs to us. It'd be nice if it was forced that it's a real number that belongs to them so you could at least block that number. And they can buy a pool, and we can just block that pool. And, and I got rid of a landline phone because 90% of the calls were these fake calls, a landline. Now it's cell phone calls. And then I was getting texts. I was getting <laughs> fake texts. Tom got a few pretty, yes. pretty graphic yeah. texts. Yes, I did too. And yeah, I don't, no matter what device or communication device we use, somebody's going to find a way to yeah. get in there. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. It's I just mean, frustrating because it's three or four times a day and it's... Just don't it's, answer. It's not I, like I've a, told all... Like else, it might be somebody yeah. that you want to talk I've, to all or my people, need something. Hey. All my people know to leave a message. There you go. Or text the only, you, yeah. The only thing that is a problem with that is my mom gets spoof calls and she's getting calls from medical providers and things like that. So she needs to take those calls. So. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't you don't want to miss those. It's frustrating with the phone because you know it's there's a specific list of area codes, there's a specific list of prefixes, so it's not too difficult to just make a little robo dialer that just mm-hmm. goes out and dial. With email, no one happens to know is it first name, middle initial, is it whole first name, is it last in it? So it's really tough to guess those. But once they get phone number, it just, yeah, and it's insane. All the, I would definitely though set up your voicemail. Mm-hmm. And just let it go to voicemail, right. or yeah. if they, if it's somebody that you know, they're gonna text you, even if they got a new number or whatever. I mean, or for us, we have all most everybody's phone number is in there, so it comes up Ian or you know whoever's yeah. calling. Well, you. and then it's, with is it Google? That's what you know how it'll say maybe this may yeah, is yeah. maybe um, possible your, scan. your yes. iOS app will look through your mail and and your contacts inside that and try to figure out if it could be they've used that number, it's in their email signature or something like that. That's a nice feature. It'd be nice if it did it for everything because, like, I'll get a call from uh, the vet or the groomer, dog groomer or something, and I don't recognize it or the landscaping people, and it doesn't say, like, you've got an email from them. It it seems like it's hit or miss. But How often are you going to the vet groomer? Uh, the dog's going next week. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> he gets his dogs landscaped. Yes. Yeah. Firstscaped. Yeah, firstscaped. So if you're listening to this, we're talking to Alan, who's our IT guy, and Alan, fix this. Fix this. <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. Yeah. yeah.